Hi, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Apple and NVIDIA. Thanks. Okay, uh, just jumping straight into the earnings stuff. Um, the week of September 28th, which is tomorrow, Monday, you have Micron after close on Tuesday, and you have Bed Bath & Beyond before open on Thursday. Uh, just remember that earnings are incredibly dangerous, and then playing them is okay as long as you have fun, but as soon as you start losing and start getting mad, uh, that's when uh, you know the Twitter folk come out and uh, try to trigger you. So just definitely make sure that you understand that earnings should be absolutely only for fun. There's no reason why earnings should be part of a very sound plan. All right, uh, you guys and girls know me. Um, I don't like looking at intraday movement. I don't like looking at intraweek movement. I don't hope that the stock goes up the next day. I don't hope the stock goes down the next day. Um, what I did notice though, because you know I am still very heavily invested in the market. Juni does not go cash. I, I really, despise that phrase because it's just it's so meaningless like just <laughs> you don't need to tell anybody just just go cash and shut up <laughs> um if you uh if you know me like i said i don't care about movements that go up or down but i did notice that friday's close was very strong uh because i'm very heavily invested and so just looking looking over at apple's charts looking at qqq and then looking at uh nvidia because i'm invested in basically all three you know qqq being in like my mutual fund portfolio um you have to be very careful you know when you listen to people especially like me right i can understand that i'm influential at times uh but this is also another reminder that i'm just a retail trader just like you guys and girls um the type of trades i do are you know very simple there's, there's nothing super complex the reasoning behind them are very simple too um but what, what works for me works for me but what i've noticed on friday because of the strong close um you know i'm hoping and you know junie doesn't usually hope i'm hoping that this week goes up it'd be a very strong indicator that we're back in like a short-term uptrend uh at least for tech because tech has been beaten down just a little bit uh, I wouldn't say like tech is crashing or anything of that matter just because, you know, tech has like rebounded like straight up like the letter V. Um, and, you know, just having it corrected a little bit is no big deal. Uh, but you also have to understand that, you know, price just can't go straight up. It just doesn't make sense. There's always going to be uh, profit taking and market manipulators and all that good jazz to regulate the price back down or correct the price back down. Um, but yeah, Friday's close was very strong. And uh, I did a Twitter poll on uh, my Twitter at twitter.com slash realthetagang. And 68.9% uh, of people um, thought that the Monday's bell will be bullish. Uh, and th what is it? The 31.1% of people think it would be bearish. And, uh, <laughs> you know, as much as I think it would be bullish too, uh, these polls have been wrong like most of the time. I'd say the least chosen option is usually the one that happens. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Though that's my current thoughts on the market. I think tech has been beaten down. I recognize that. And I think um, tech uh, is in a very cool spot where it can go down a little bit more. Um, but you know the risk reward, as said by Peru, 
um, is very good. Uh, say, for example, you expect 10% down from here. Well, what's down 10 more percent versus like infinite amount of gains going up? Uh, he doesn't say infinite amount of gains going up or anything, anything like that wording. Like I don't use the big financial terms, but that's basically uh, how I'd paraphrase it is that if you can just go in now, take the 10% hit, uh, but why do you care? You're going to be holding on to that stock forever, right? And that's the that's the toughest thing about investing is that you always hear people saying, oh, I'm going long on this. And then you ask them the next month, hey, are you still long on this? And they don't have it anymore. And it's like, oh, well, where did that thesis go? Um, it's It's a very hard thing to hone in on and who's real and who's not. And as the site is growing in popularity, and as Theta Gang is gaining more popularity, um, there are people repping it super hard, but with a negative PNL, and that's or a negative PN uh, profit loss. And I just think that's like one of the most triggering things is when you know I know personally, you went all in on puts and got destroyed in March because you literally bought puts at the bottom. Uh, and then here, you know, a few months later, you pretend that you've been theta gang all along and now you're this like uh, God trader because, yeah, oh, I'm just doing this. It's so simple. Yeah, I'm making tons of money. This is easy. Yeah, got to stick with 75% probability of profit. Yep, I've been doing this all along. False. You have not been doing that all along. You've, you bought, you went all in on some stupid puts in March and April and you got wrecked. And so while i'm triggered at this i just want to give this energy to you guys and girls i want you guys and girls to definitely make sure that if you see anybody repping theta gang anybody just like you know randomly spouting oh selling puts is easy money oh this is free money oh blah blah, blah. this is easy this is easy you have to find out if they've actually made money from all this right then that's why my profile at thetagang.com juni is public Right, I don't hide my trades. I hide my active ones, sure, but like all my trades close and they're revealed later. But there is a huge bubble of people on FinTwit right now that are not real. While their trades are successful this month or you know this this last month um, because tech has been on such a tear, maybe it's rebounded just or corrected just a little bit. But everyone was doing really well this last month. And I think I've dedicated some time from a last episode talking about this as well. I just want to, uh, you know, have this be a recurring theme is that everyone does well when the market goes up. That doesn't change anything. But you have to remember what people are like when the markets are down, because there's a 100% chance that they're, they're going to act like that again, when the market does go down. So make sure that you know, if you're following a guru, make sure or if you're following like some YouTube person or some Reddit person that you are 100% sure that they're consistent, that they do well when the market goes up because, well, frankly, everyone does well when the market goes up, but they also do well when the markets go down. And so I know personally that one of, some of the famous people on YouTube and Reddit are negative for the year because I've either had direct communications with them or I've seen tweets of like when they go in on when they went in on puts, they're deleted now. Some some of those people have deleted those tweets, but I'm not going to name them. Right. Like I, I don't manhunt and I don't gain anything from this. 
but this is I just want to warn everybody because today the gang is very easy to morph into this like you know very schemey scammy sort of punchline it's like oh well if you do theta gang strategies you never lose dude <laughs> like you can lose right like if you're not a seasoned trader like if you if you have not been used to losing money there's a lot of opportunities for you to exit losers too fast and winners too early and you know things will spiral out of control if you don't know what you're doing and just a psa that i want to announce is that like i want to make it very clear that if you make tutorials on youtube or write guides on reddit or you have a podcast like me you're not automatically good at trading a lot of people you know watch youtube videos and then instantly are like oh wow does this guy have a service this guy knows what he's doing that's not how you know trading works you're not good at trading if you just straight up do tutorials and you buy common stock that anybody can do that there's nothing special that defines how you trade during you know when the market downturns or when the market goes up or when the market trades flat whatever your pattern of trading you know and i'm talking to like the youtube guides and the you know the reddit people is that you have to prove that you're good writing a tutorial is like not good enough if especially if you're touting or you know you're advertising a service or any sort of like support monetization it's like support's cool but if you're going to name it a service you better be good at it and you better prove that you're good at it before people sign up because that's really scummy because you look like a trading god or goddess to a lot of new people watching these videos and then they get tricked into signing up for your stuff because, well, they think you're good, but in reality, you don't even show your trades. So, and that's it. It's just be careful of like what you're signing up for. Make sure that you understand what you're signing up for. And uh, especially if you're signing up for a service, make sure that that person is showing all of their trades so you can uh, very easily tell like how much they're losing, how much they're making, what types of styles of trades that they do, all that good jazz. Because again, anybody looks really good at trading when they don't show their trades and they just do tutorials. And again, anyone can make tutorials because anybody can come up with examples and make sense of them after reading like a one hour session on Investopedia. So again, just be careful and uh, we'll go to the next session. Okay, uh, the sweaters are done, uh, but they're not officially released yet. But before they officially release on Tuesday, when you're listening to this, uh, you can go to shop.thetagang.com and the password, because it's locked because it officially opens on Tuesday, the password is Junigang. There you can buy a sweater before everybody else on Tuesday. And if you use the promo code or coupon code JUNIGANG, the same password you use to get into the site, uh, that's lowercase one word, um, then you get 10% off. And the sweater costs $125, $125, and my break even for the sweater is $74.66. So I make roughly $50 per sweater that is sold. Uh, the sweater comes with free shipping, uh, domestic and international, and it comes with a free sticker 
and even a new Theta Gang pin. So um, just a few things to talk about here. The sweater is really, really nice. If you bought the sweater blank, like I mean with no Theta Gang logo on it, to buy it retail, it's $105. But I bought 50 of them wholesale. I paid tariffs on it from Canada and all that good jazz. And you know, putting free shipping and the sticker and the pin and all this, all the good extras in there. Um, my break even is seventy four sixty six, so fifty dollars a profit per sweater. Um, and if you want to get one before everybody else, uh, then you would you go and go right now. I don't know, and use the Juni Gang password and the Juni Gang coupon code, and uh, you'll get yourself situated. There's gonna be no pictures of the sweater until Tuesday because I'll be doing a photo shoot with <laughs> with my girlfriend. I think uh, after my haircut, my much needed haircut. Um, and yeah, I'm just super excited that this is all finally said and done. I'm excited to pack the boxes. They're, the boxes will have Theta Gang tape. It's gonna look so sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's only 43 left. If you wanna get one before everyone else, when I release, when I announce it on Twitch, then by all means, order one. Um, if you can't afford this sweater, I understand it's a little bit more expensive than your average sweater, uh, though it is amazing quality. Like again, the retail of the sweater is 105. I'm charging 125 with the Theta Gang logo and all that good stuff. Um, you, if you can't afford it right now, no worries. I understand that it's an expensive sweater. Um, I will be printing Theta Gang shirts and hats uh, summer of maybe next year or spring of next year. Um, so don't think like you're missing out on too much. If you can afford it now, if you want a nice, I mean really nice sweater for winter and you want rep editing at the same time and you want to support me and the website and podcast, then by all means, I appreciate the support. But if you can't, I also understand. Um, also, the Twitch stream is will be on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. As always, I will always stream on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and we'll try to get a Among Us game started uh, later that day. I don't think we'll do it on stream on the first stream. Maybe I'll stream later at night and we'll play then. Uh, but more to be announced at the stream. So today's topic is options expire on Saturday. Um, I thought it would be the most helpful uh, title for the episode uh, because if I, you know, basically titled the episode "When Do Options Expire," I believe a lot of newer people or newer traders would just, you know, assume, "Oh, I already know this. It's uh, it's Friday," and then not click on the episode. And so I needed to name it what the topic was and what the answer is and the options do in fact expire on saturday now a lot of you that are newer might think like you know all these dates that i've seen say that it does in fact expire on the friday like say for example this next coming friday is the second of october and while you know options trading stops at you know friday um on the second um, because you know the market is closed um, the options are still live and you're able to act on those options up until well for you personally you're able to act 
uh, up until 5.30 p.m. Eastern time because your broker has to let whoever is important that needs to know that you want to exercise or that the broker wants to exercise for you uh, of that Friday. Now, options don't typically expire until um, 11.59 a.m. the next day, which is Saturday. So what does this mean for you? Um, if you don't close out a winning position on Friday, uh, you are subject to after-hours movement, right? You can't close for a profit uh, during after-hours. Uh, you are just subject to uh, however your broker exercises your contract or how you exercise your contract up until 5.30 p.m. Eastern time of that Friday. Um, because, again, because the markets are closed, you can't click the buy or sell button. That order will execute during the next following session or aka the next following Monday. Um, so if you have a winning position and you are on the expiration day, you need to close it out because yes, maybe and just maybe you might be able to uh, you know, exit with a little bit more profit in case of the stock price does in fact keep going up or down just depending on you know what options you're doing if you're bullish on options or bearish on options. Um, but th the premise is if you're winning and your option is about to expire on that Friday, it is a much better idea to exit for whatever profit you might have. Now, this also is the same for the other side. If you are losing on Friday, you better close it on that Friday. And I don't mean any general Friday. I'm talking about the Friday that the options expire. Because really, you're putting yourself at a lot of risk that you won't really be able to do much about if you let the option go into Saturday and it's already expired. Because again, you cannot click the buy and sell button um, and have that trade stop. Once the market closes on Friday, you can only exercise your contracts. You can't just close out your contract anymore. You have to exercise or your broker does for you. Um, it's just one of the ways where you get to just hone in on a little bit more of a system. A lot of newer traders really like getting ex every extra dollar where they can and when, you know, when those probabilities don't really make sense. And just to put that example, just to be more illustrative with it, is like a lot of newer traders um, don't sell with a 50% trigger. They would rather have the option go all the way to expiry, even if there's one more dollar left on the contract of premium that they could suck out. They would rather keep that contract open and have it ex entirely expire worthless um, going into Friday. But what they don't know is that it actually expires on Saturday and the option pr price or the stock, uh, the stock price can go the opposite direction of what they needed during the aftermarket hours. And then, you know, they wake up Saturday and they say like, oh yeah, I can't wait, wait to wake up to profits on Monday. Ooh, easy money. And then all of a sudden they see red in their account because the price action did not go in their favor during aftermarket hours because maybe they weren't paying attention or maybe um, some other reason I, I'm not too keen on. I don't know. It's, you can't assume that options just expire at one o'clock on Friday. Uh, it is very dangerous to do. Um, well, I mean, one o'clock Pacific time, but <laughs> uh, four o'clock p.m. obviously on Eastern time. It's a very dangerous game uh, to keep options open after ex after the expiry. I'm using air quotes that you can't see, um, but I hope that makes sense. 
you don't want to put yourself in a scenario where you're uh, subject to external factors and that you can't do, do anything with. And especially if you're trading against fact and hope, it is a fact that you are down maybe 50 bucks on this position and in going into this Friday. Or maybe it's a fact that you're up 50 bucks on, uh, going into this Friday. Uh, but it is a hope that you either gain more or that you lose less, right? But that hope does not have to come true. So just take the loss, take the L, close out your stuff on the Friday before the bell, uh, or take the win, take the gains that you have on Friday as well because you don't want to be stuck in a position where external factors are being placed on you and you can't do anything about it. And you say maybe, oh, but Junie, don't worry, I can always exercise, I can always do this. Sometimes exercising is not the most optimal thing to do. Sometimes you'd rather just keep your capital fluid. Maybe you don't want to get assignment risk and maybe you know dividend dates are coming up. There's a lot of factors that go into making sure that you have a clean slate after the expiry so you have a fresh clean slate uh, for the next following Monday or the next week, right? There's just so many benefits that that opens up that that extra dollar that we talked about with the newer trader wanting to grab every single dollar of premium out the option would do. Like You don't want to do that. You don't want to just do things for the sake of doing it. You need to have a system. You need to have these rules that you impose on yourself so that you don't get tilted when you think a winning position that you have on Friday actually ends up losing on Saturday or that you know you wake up to red on Monday is not a good feeling. And all it takes is for you to have a bad week and then do these strings of trades and then you just start looking at like doing the most risky trades so you know come back to break even you're like oh this is you know i started off the eight again on a bad foot you know i'm just gonna buy a few calls make up the difference and then i'm gonna start fresh right like it's a very that's a very common scenario it's a very common thing that happens is because you lose big on theta again when you do lose but you will recoup those profits if you trade with the system and plan you just have to be patient patience is like one of the hardest things to control uh in the stock market or when, when you're like investing right like quote investing um so yeah i hope that opened up uh your guys and girls eyes to just like when options actually expire so just to reiterate um options actually expire 11 59 a.m eastern standard time on the saturday after the expiry date uh, and your broker or you have to indicate that you want to exercise before 5.30 p.m. on the expiration day or on that Friday. So after that, then you're just, you're, you're doomed. You, like, you have to know whether or not you're going to exercise by 5.30 p.m. on that Friday. If you're not, then you literally can't do anything until the next following Monday. And uh, by that time, your option is gone. It's already expired because it expired on that, uh, that last Saturday. Oh, yeah. So I hope you guys and girls understood why I just straight up said the answer in the title of this podcast, because, you know, a lot of newer people listening to this are just going to say uh, or just, again, preemptively answer. Yeah, I know when options expire. Easy. Done. Boom. Um, but this will this will get the clicks and the listens that that <laughs> to the for the people that need it. Um, and uh, I hope this trade helps your trades just a little bit better. Uh, just remember that every time you add one more thing into your system, you develop better execution because now you've added this like list of rules that you follow. And if you and you know you can always adjust your list. You can you can take things out. Like maybe 
you don't uh, maybe you start um, closing out your trades on Friday and you're like oh you know what Junie's wrong I'd rather get the five bucks you can take out that rule but you should at least try putting that rule on first see how you like it right like that's the entire point of a plan and when you have this plan that you rigorously follow then it becomes a lot easier to adjust and plan for forward trades because you know a lot of people might trade and they should be like oh I just have really good instinct and intuition well, it's like, well, that's great, but it's like really hard to teach people instinct and intuition. So let's break that down. Like, what do you do or what do you like to do? It's very hard extrapolating these external factors that don't really help like monetary uh, trades. Like you, you can say like, oh, just put more money in your account. You can take better POP trades. That's one thing. But you got to help the people that don't have that big of accounts that are willing to learn uh, and so you just give them, you know, your set of rules that you use and maybe they pick and choose what they like and they start using that. This is just one of my rules. I always close out my winners and losers on expiration day. Um, I, of course, have a lot more other rules that I, I, I very rigorously follow, um, but that's been in previous podcasts and maybe I'll reiterate some in the future podcasts. But, whew. Hope you guys and girls enjoyed this one. This was a nice, short, and sweet episode. I'll see everybody in the outro. And uh, yeah, have an awesome week. I'm going to be looking at tech uh, this following week. Um, again, I have shares of NVIDIA and Apple. And uh, a very happy camper. Thanks. You can follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Gang, where I stream every 6 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Gang. You can email me at juni at thetagang.com. And Theta Gang is proudly partnered with Tastyworks, and signing up with the Theta Gang referral code is a huge help. Thank you to everyone that's signed up since the last episode, too. It's, it's, a, it's really cool to see. And if you've already signed up, contact me so I can set you up with your cherry flare and uh, your one month or you know quote one one two three months of the Twitter alerts um, just want to give a quick extended shout out to a few of my patrons here and while I pull this up uh, I just want to say that there are there is one spot open on patreon but again remember that you get charged on the on right when you sign up and right when you um, right on the first of every month so if you sign up right now you'll get charged twice in like the next like three days um while that doesn't sound as convenient it does secure you a seat and so that's why i advise if you can afford it you should snag a seat right now if you can't just wait until the first of the month when maybe a few more seats open up um, but there is a chance that someone else will do it faster than you or someone else will be willing to pay twice and just secure the seat before you um, so I just want to give a quick extended shout out to Bruce Dotillo, Flip Flop, GJ Wilson, Chicken Dinner, Norfis, France, Mitch Brady, Gaines Goblin, BK Trade, Fancy Wolf, Hunter Joe, Craig Thomas, Slow Motion, Mike D, Wien Hunt Jr., El Finkel, Hermes, Menno Dum Dum, Saltwater Cure, Kaput, Gnaw, Wayside, Spaz and Fish, The Jester, Hetty, Lazy Reservist, Rustier, 
Shifty, Big Potato, Maltman, 1856, Piccolone, ATM Machine, Leo Jetson, Make More 2, Grandpa 95, Ensis, 88, Mikos, Decentia, Kate, Gonzo Damas, Just Send It, Bat Trader 71, Crispy Cream Boy, AG, Lightsaber 87, JZN, Murph Q, XJS, Lord Skeletor, Pacro, Cheddar, Matthew Hans, Hassan 789. Wow. Yep, I am super stoked for this next month. Um, I'm looking forward to the Christmas rally, if that even happens if that happens is going to be a new wave i think uh there there's going to be like a huge influx of people that join uh thetaging.com at the end of the year if there's a christmas rally people join thetaging.com the most when there is bullish action Uh, that's just something i've noticed in my analytics graphs and my you know database graphs is that they're the the more bullish the sentiment is the more signups that happen uh, we're about to hit the 8K mark on the user count uh, in about like a week and a half now, maybe, or maybe in a week. So that's going to be pretty cool to see. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that's it. I'm super stoked about the sweaters. Um, pretty stoked for that photo shoot. I'm stoked for my haircut. Oh my goodness. My hair is so long and so gross. Um, what else? Um and I think that's it. Uh, this episode's under 30 minutes. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that, like, you learn as you go. But if you're a beginner and you caught this episode, congrats. Like, you have a huge trivia fact ready sling on your friends that also invest uh, when you meet up with them next. Um, it's going to be really cool to see where tech bounces to. If it does bounce, I'm not going to assume anything. Um, but really... Uh, just with the sweaters done and uh, you know the twitch stream is getting more organized uh, it's allowing me to get a little bit more work in for the website um, pretty proud of how much I got done last time too with the notification stuff uh, and the wheel tracker is very much on its way and some really cool UX improvements where you can tag people a little bit easier so oh that's it thanks and I'll uh, see everybody next week <laughs>